Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's two reasons why you're listening to this today. One, you know me and support me. Or two, you're a nosy old shy. Either way, I'm happy to have you. You're listening to episode 10 of the United Podcast. Do you think you can handle it? Do you think you could? Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? If you're an avid listener, you'd remember on episode one, I said I was going to record 10 episodes. And I think I said I was going to see how it goes. Well, do you know what? It's going great. Thanks to you. And I'm really enjoying being here. So I'm going to continue on. This week I am flying solo and I'm going to talk about really just what I've been up to. As you've been listening to the podcast, you'll know that I'm going through some sort of stuff. And I did do the episode which filled you all in on what's going on with my stepdad and things like that. So it can be heavy. It can be a heavy year and you're trying to stay focused and, you know, keep your eye on the ball and get everything done and achieve all them goals. And that's exactly what I've been doing. So the other night I decided to pick back up my vision board. Now for those of you that do not know what a vision board is, it's basically just, you know, cut out of all your desires and dreams and goals that you want to achieve. I usually do it for a year. Now I, I say I usually do it like I always do it. I don't. I was introduced to them a couple of years ago. I did one, um, a couple of things came through on it. Uh, but I didn't really like focus or update it very often. So this year I set out to do another one. I did. And this week I picked it back up again to update it. And I was able to take a couple of things off, which was amazing because I'd achieved them. And it was such an amazing feeling. Courses that I wanted to complete or just a few little goals and things that I had set out for myself, I got to take them off and give myself a pat on the back, which was brilliant. And it offered me more inspiration then for what I was going to do next. So now I have a refreshed vision board with a more defined plan and more goals and more dreams and aspirations. And I'm ready to rock. So even though there's lots of things going on, this simple piece of clippings keeps me focused and gives me a guide to keep pushing forward and I just I looked at it and I thought to myself this is actually an incredible tool so simple so easy 
And it was real therapeutic. I got to sit there and clip away and imagine and visualize and manifest the life for myself. And it definitely does work. I would definitely look a little bit more into it if you're interested in doing them because they're great fun, great therapy and they're a brilliant tool for keeping you focused and also for keeping you in your own lane. It's one of the things that I'm recently like just this year really have really focused on staying in my own lane so making sure I'm only looking at myself and not looking around me and in this world it can be so difficult to do that because we live in a world of social media and it's just absolutely nuts and what we always tend to compare and despair our lives and our bodies and everything every inch of us we compare to somebody else and you might hear it being referenced as the compare and despair effect. I've heard it many times. And I do it all the time. I mean, you do it every day. Like, you know, you see someone's after getting a new car and the first thing you think about is like, oh, Jesus, you know. It's not your instant thought. It's like, well, fair play to them. That's deadly. Your instant thought is your green-eyed monster coming through. And then you start to look at your own life and kind of be a little bit deflated by maybe your own car. Maybe your car is not as shiny as, and new as their car. And you start to speak to yourself in such a negative, hurtful way. When that, in actual fact, like, you know, you're driving a car, you're lucky to have a car, you're doing really well to have a car. You can afford to pay for your car, your insurance, your tax, your fuel, because that's not cheap. So you're doing really well, but why is that not the first thing that you say to yourself? Why do you not always reward yourself for all those those achievements? And it's just nature's way. It's just the first thing that comes in. Well, it definitely that comes into me in any way is that green-eyed monster. But luckily, I've learned to master the art of the backup, you know, of actually having a little talk with yourself and checking yourself and going, actually, do you know what? Fair play to, fair play to them getting that new car. I, do I want a new car? What car would I like to drive? How would I get a new car? Is it what I want to do? And and once you back it up with that sort of stuff, you're in a much happier, positive place, I find. But comparing despair, it happens all the time. You scroll down your newsfeed time and time again and you compare yourself and your holidays to everybody else. And again, that starts, that green-eyed monster and you're speaking to yourself again in a negative, hurtful manner like... I read a thing or what's it that I, li- I listened to a podcast recently and somebody was talking about how you speak to yourself and they said, would you speak to yourself, would you speak to a loved one how you speak to yourself? Definitely not. I would never tell anybody that I love that they are incapable or they're too fat or they're not fit enough or they're not productive enough or they're not doing enough, they're not trying their best, you know, they should be achieving more by this age, they should have this. I would never, ever, ever speak to anybody that I love like that. So why on earth would you speak to yourself like that? And it was a brilliant point, it really, really resonated with me. Now, you can't help that ego coming in, you can't help that, you know, that green-eyed monster, that devil on your shoulder, whatever, you can't help that voice inside your head going for the negative all the time but you definitely have control to turn it around because let's be honest you're the one in control of your life you're in control of your mind you have the power we spoke before about changing the language it's a simple thing of just changing your mindset and it can be forceful like it was forceful for me at the start to start of like 
you know, you're very conscious and you're very aware that you're doing it. And now you get to a point when you've been practicing it for so long that it actually naturally just kicks in and it kicks in quicker as well. You're not lingering for longer with that like begrudging voice inside your head. It's fascinating, isn't it? Like how how we have that control. And so I mentioned it like when you're on your newsfeed and you're flicking down and you're having a look at people on the holidays. Well, it was back in June when I said, you know what, I definitely have to jump on the podcast and talk to people about um, this, this that I've become aware of. And it was the comparing the spirit effect. And I seen it really clearly at this moment. So I went on holiday. I went to Greece. It was amazing. I stayed in a great place. It was beautiful. Um, you know, and you're doing really well to go on a beautiful holiday to Greece. Anybody is. And I was, yeah, proud of myself and happy to be there. And it was brilliant. So here is a, a an example of the compare and the spare effect. When I was on holidays in June, I went to Greece and it was gorgeous. Now, don't get me wrong. There was loads of elements about it that was amazing. There was a couple that wasn't great, like the food and that wasn't great. But luckily, I was staying in a, a, a little bit more of a premium side the hotel. So they had like better food over there, which was deadly. However, I met a family who wasn't staying the same part as me, but this family had become equipped to like Caribbean holidays and so on. So we got into conversation at the pool and they started talking to me about how they were used to going to the Caribbean, they were kind of dissing the field and they were hating on the holiday and did a little bit. Now instantly straight away, I started thinking, oh, I should be in the Caribbean. Like, you know, I nearly dissing the holiday then to myself. I was comparing my holiday with their previous holidays. So there I was on this great holiday in the, in Greece on a beautiful island with my gorgeous little family. And I was putting it down because these people were after telling me about these incredible resorts in the Caribbean. And I'm thinking I should be going there. So throughout the week, we decided to rent a car and go around the island. And as we were driving down the road and I was looking at all this beautiful scenery, I had a memory of me nanny saying to me years ago, I brought all those kids to Spain five times. Isn't that brilliant? She said. And I was thinking... Like, whoop de do. <laughs> do you know, everyone goes to Spain. Now, I was only a kid at the time. And I didn't understand what she was actually saying. But now I definitely do. I mean, there she was, a woman on her own, a single woman, supporting all of us. She got us all to Spain five times. Like, that was absolutely incredible. Like, to get us away five times on a foreign holiday, with the amount of money and the work that she used to do, like, it's absolutely amazing. And there I was, floating around this Greek island, dissing it because I wasn't in the Caribbean. That memory and that moment of reflection really gave me some perspective on the whole thing. And like, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I am going to get to the Caribbean. I'd love to go to the Caribbean. So my sights are on it. However, the journey there and the process and every holiday in between I'm going to appreciate and soak up because that is what life is about. It's not about starting at one point and going to the next. Like you can't always be in a rush or a race to get to the very end, to get to your end goal, because what's enjoyable about that? You know, you have to enjoy the journey and you have to enjoy the ride. And that's what I intend to do. So as I said, you are in control of your mind. I'm in control of my mind. And I was listening to the VP of Meta, Facebook basically and she was saying that she was asked a question of how negative and how harsh social media can be and all the negative effects that it can have on a person and on the world today but she made a point of saying 
you have the control over your own social media. You control who you follow. You control who follows you. You control what you see. And I found that fascinating. And I was like, yeah, actually you do. The only thing is you can be a little bit, oh, with your social media. You don't want to, you know, unfollow an auntie <laughs> and, and them to take it personally. Because, but in actual fact, why not? It's absolutely nothing personal. You know, you just don't want to see what they put up and it doesn't serve you. At the moment, I have two Instagram pages. I have one for me sat on and I have the other one for the podcast, Jessica Moulds on Edit. Feel free to follow. However, that one is a private page. Um, and the reason it's private is because I want to protect everybody on it. You know, I share friends and family and especially my daughter. So I want to make sure if you're following the page, you're a real person for one. And second of all, I have complete control over that page. So I only follow things I'm genuinely interested in. And so if I tend to scroll down on social media, which I try to not do so often, but now I'm kind of like using it as a great tool and a helpful tool, but only on that page, because if I scroll on on that one, then I'm getting everything that I want. I'm following the pages that I want to follow. And so who says you can't do that on whatever page? If you have one social media page, who says you can't unfollow people or block people or if anybody comes at you with any sort of energy that you don't want like that's your your social media is your environment it's like your home you wouldn't welcome anybody in if you didn't like them or you didn't like what they were bringing to the table so I let you in on a little secret I have a couple of things in the pipeline a couple of things that I want to pursue very very excited about it and this is the first time that I'm not allowing any self-doubt to come in I'm just not. I'm not allowing those voices or that ego to come in and rain on my parade. If I'm being completely honest with you, there's a million and one reasons why I should not do this. Why the timing is not right. Personally, um, I have so many other commitments, work commitments, loads of things going on. I definitely probably shouldn't be doing it. But there's one thing that's telling me I should and it's my intuition. My gut feeling. Deep down in the soul of my stomach, I feel like this is the right thing to do. And why not live a life of no regrets? Like, you get to live so many different lives in this life. You get to do so many different things and be so many different people. So I'm just going to take that leap. I'm going to take that leap of faith. I'm going to just go on my self-belief and go full force into the future. And anything else that I've ever done before, like... Any other sort of like venture that I've ever pursued before, I've always been filled with so much self-doubt and it's caused me to procrastinate and to delay things and, and oh, you know, there's a, there's a thing where you can kind of miss the boat sometimes in a way. Like I read this book, it's um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and the thing always stayed with me. It said ideas float around the universe and they come into people's minds all of the time. However, nobody is like, you know, nobody owns an idea. So you've often thought of an idea and said, oh my God, that's deadly. I never actually acted on it. And then a couple of months or a few years down the line, you see somebody else is doing exactly what you said you were going to do down to the very finer details they are doing it. And you're like, here, that's my idea. It happens all the time. It doesn't just happen to you or me. It happens to every single person because ideas float around. They float and they gravitate towards certain people. And the difference between you and that other person is they took it. They took the idea. They took control. They followed their intuition. They didn't allow self-doubt. They went on their self-belief and they went for it. And that's basically what it says in the book. 
I always remember it. It stays with me all the time. And now more than ever. So here I am about to embark on this new journey with a million and other things to do. But I have that self-belief in myself and I'm going to go for it. And here, hey ho, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So as you know, I always tend to add in a nanny mantra. This one I got from my stepdad. I was visiting him in hospital last week and I said to him, like, have you any nanny mantras, like anything at all? And he told me, as my used to always say, that God is good to those who is good to themselves. Now, I'm not saying that you have to follow God because God can be anybody to any person. It's basically people just following a higher power, isn't it? But God is good to those who help themselves. So be kind to yourself, be good to yourself, feed yourself the right stuff. That's what I got from it. And I absolutely love it. I hope this podcast inspires you. I hope you come and listen again soon because I'll be here if you're nosy enough. Do you think you can handle it? Do you think you could? Do you think you could handle it? Do you think you could? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 